Welcome to the JBug Podcast. Today is Friday, August 20th, 2021. And today I want to share some thoughts that I had while I was driving. I've often found myself and my ability to discern properly what the Holy Spirit is teaching me um, under heavy attack and under a lot of confusion. And it's really interesting, like the last two times that I went to the grocery store, went driving like this week and last week, both times while I was in the car, the spirit gave me new revelation. And I think it's really interesting. It's like I had to be away from my house. Um, so I feel like sometimes like, um, where you live can be, can make it, can put you under warfare. And so I know I've had the spirit of confusion really making it hard for me to discern the Holy Spirit. And I think that that is something that everyone deals with to an extent. Um, you know, there's things that we don't know yet and things that we don't understand. And when we try to, um, search out the truth, it can, it can appear messy and it can be difficult, but there was something that the spirit taught me that was clear on my drive. Um, and I'll start off with the first drive. So this was last week. So as I was driving to the grocery store, the spirit told me, that the Antichrist is about to appear on the scene. So that was maybe three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Um, and then the next week, my husband did the grocery shopping. And then this week I went. And while I was driving to the grocery store again, the spirit told me that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. However, there are batches of the vaccine where they are testing the mark of the beast technology. And as I just said that, Again, the spirit witnessed to me as I was saying that that that, the, that that is the truth. So I'll just say it one more time. Um, when I was driving to the store, the spirit taught me that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. But there are batches of the vaccine that are being used to test and trial out the mark of the beast technology. Does that make sense? Um, so that's, that's the basic premise of, of this podcast. That's the most important part. Now I'm going to just ramble a bit. Um, last year, the spirit told me that the angel of the antichrist has gone forth into all the earth. Now this is when the COVID lockdowns were, were very big for the first time. And this was a time when Fauci was on the scene, uh, promoting all of the lockdowns. And so I, in my mortal mind, this was not revelation from God in my mortal mind. When I heard that, I thought of Fauci. Okay. I'm not saying that he was the angel of the antichrist. I'm just saying that's what my mortal mind thought of the year before that I had a dream. And in the dream, I heard an angel flying through heaven saying, um, hurt not the earth. Until the the children of God or the saints of God are sealed in the forehead. Okay. So God has been, if that's true, if all that's true, I feel it is. Um, God has been marking those who serve him in the forehead with his seal, the seal of God. And that's in the book of Revelations too. You can look that up. One of the, one of the uh, chapters in Revelations begins with, and I saw an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying, hurt not the earth or the trees or the grass or anything in it until the, the 
sons of God have been sealed in the forehead or something like that. So basically, um, the tribulation has been was two years ago was being um, delayed, installed while God's people continued to be in to get themselves in God's camp. When COVID broke out, the spirit told me that COVID is the beast of revelations um, and that the vaccine isn't the mark of the beast. But the spirit told me that the vaccine is the abomination of desolation that is written of in Matthew 24 and Daniel 12. Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation in the holy place, okay, the holy place, like Jesus, when Jesus spoke of the temple in the New Testament, he wasn't talking about a place made out of stone. He was talking about his body. So Jesus said, let him who readeth understand when you see the abomination of desolation in the holy place, the holy place is the body. So the vaccine is the abomination of desolation. It is not the mark of the beast. But in this abomination of desolation that actually changes the RNA, which is a desecration of your physical body's temple, which is supposed to create proteins based on the word of God written in your cells, not based on the man-made word of God written in RNA vaccines. It's an abomination. So Jesus said, let him who readeth understand. He said, then let the children of Judea flee to the mountains. Now this again, let him who readeth understand. This is a, um, this is a code because, um, when you think of the children of Judea, you think of actual Jerusalem. Okay, but that's not how the Spirit's given me to interpret it. The Spirit has given me to interpret it as the Judeans are actually the Caucasians. Now, there's a lot of people out there that believe that Jesus wasn't white. Okay, um, now I'm not sure all the different bloodlines that he had, but I am aware that his mother, Jesus's mother Mary, was a descendant of Alexander the Great. So, Jesus has the royal... the. The royal bloodline from Alexander the Great through his mother Mary and the descendants of Jesus, Jesus's family line is actually Caucasian. Okay, so when he says, let those who are of Judea flee to the mountains, I believe the spirit has told me that that means the Caucasians. That's what I believe. So this is what I would recommend. The CDC, and again, this is just me rambling. This isn't the spirit. I've prayed for the spirit to show me this. And the Spirit has not shown me this. This is just my mortal opinion. I'm not speaking from the Holy Spirit on this. Just my mortal opinion. Um, because Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation in the holy place, um, let the children of Judea flee to the mountaintops. I believe that if you have the ability to leave the big cities and to go um, into the mountains You'll need about three years of food storage, okay? Or you'll need a way to sustain yourself, like you'll need chickens or goats or um, a, a way to get to farm, orchard or something. If you have the resources to do that, it would be a wise thing, in my opinion, to do that. A lot of people are working from home. A lot of people can do that, and they should. In my opinion, it will be better because what's going to happen, in my opinion, is that the cities are going to round people up and take them to FEMA camps if they don't get the mark of the beast. So, I don't know when the Mark of the Beast is going to be distributed, but I think it's going to be soon, just because a couple of weeks before of that, that word that came to me that the, the Antichrist is about to be revealed. I've also had a prophecy, and I'm sure that this is prophecy, 
to, to the best of my ability and all of my discernment, I'm pretty sure that this was absolute prophecy and I can prophesy this. The Holy Spirit told me this in a dream that the Antichrist will use football, which I believe is soccer to the Americans. Okay. But to the rest of the world is football. So the Antichrist will use football to unite the world. Okay. So if you see a leader rise on the public scene, the political scene, and he's pushing football across the world, that's my prophetic message to you through the Holy Spirit that that's the Antichrist. If you don't know who the Antichrist is, you will be able to identify him because he will be promoting football and using football as a way of uniting people together. Okay? Again, my opinion, according to my mortal brain, is because of what Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation in the holy place, let the children of Judea flee to the mountains. That if you live in um, the United States of America or you're Caucasian, or a Cauca not not if you're Caucasian, but if you're in a Caucasian-based country, okay, so Europe or um, um, <laughs> United States, um, Canada, and, and so forth, you if you have the resources to have a second property. Um, and to store food there and ha have a place you can go or to even move there now, according to my mortal brain, I would say now's the time. Because we're going to have to transition um, out of the system. You're not going to be able to buy or sell unless you pledge allegiance to Lucifer. There's actually um, a member of the UN who said that. I, I don't know his name, but he was on the planetary group commission he was on like the planetary commission he said you won't be able to move forward unless you make an allegiance to lucifer okay so when when the actual mark of the beast is rolled out you have to recognize what it is right you will be identifying yourself as part of the beast system uh, the beast system i believe is the big technological grid that we see these major companies like amazon um, these major tech companies um preparing the way for paving the way for Okay. Um, again, to further with my rambling, um, two things. The first thing is I was also told, I also feel the Holy Spirit told me what the image to the beast is. I believe the image to the beast is wearing a mask. Okay. So the spirit told me that COVID is the beast. Now, if you read the scriptures, it explains how everyone will wonder after the beast. All the nations of the world will wonder and say, who is like unto the beast? Well, when you think about COVID, people have wondered after COVID. They have said, can you believe that COVID has shut down the entire world? It shut down jobs. It sh it's locked everybody down the entire world. So people are wondering after this. So that's why I liken the beast to COVID. Also, it says that the beast was not... An and yet is, <clears throat> it was, it is not, and yet is. It says that in Revelation. Well, what does that mean? Well, the COVID virus has never been isolated. It's never been proven to exist in an isolated form. They've always had to add other cells of other things to prove that it exists. Okay? So it's almost like it doesn't even exist. And yet it is. It also says that there will be two beasts. And so I predicted this when COVID first came out. I said there will be another um, COVID situation. And, and we are seeing that now with the Delta variant. Okay. So we, we have that prophecy coming to pass already. 
And it says that the second beast exerciseth all the same authority of the first beast. So if you think about the authority that the first beast exercised, it was lockdown, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the Delta variant is doing the same thing. It will continue to cause you to have to wear a mask. Now, if you wear a mask, that means you believe in the COVID that it exists. And it also means that you believe that you have to wear a mask to protect you. If you believe that, then you believe in this beast, which means you're making an image to it. So when you, when you really believe in something, uh, now it's okay to believe that you can get sick, okay? That's fine. That's not evil. What's evil is when you start believing that something is more powerful than God. We're not supposed to have any other gods before the true God. So the true God gives us our daily breath, right? He decides when we live. He decides when we go home to heaven. So if you're putting your faith in a disease to tell you when you live and when you die, when you put your faith in that, you'll actually make an image to it. So in my opinion, I'm not saying that wearing the mask is evil. I'm saying that it is a spiritual principality where, as a society and culture, we're basically saying that we believe in secularism and what we think we know about this COVID and we believe that if we don't follow the religious mandates from COVID, like wearing a mask, then we could die. And if we're believing that COVID has the power over life and death, we're actually making COVID God. And when we're following the mandates, like making an image to the beast, like wearing the mask, we're worshiping COVID as God. And that's blasphemy. And it says that the beast will utter great blasphemies. So... You know, there could be a, a, an actual person also who's the beast, but as far as I'm concerned, the beast is is a entity. It's a, it's a ideology. It's this idea that there's this disease that's more powerful than God and that you have to obey all of its commandments in order for you to live. And that is blaspheming our God, the true creator, because the true creator in, in I believe it's the book of Mark could be chapter five. I, I could be wrong on that, but basically the Pharisees said, how come your apostles don't wash their hands, you know, and wash the dishes and, and follow all of these safety mandates that we follow. And Jesus said, because because yours are t the traditions of men, not the traditions of God. And you preach the traditions of men as if they were the traditions of God. You know, that which, that which cometh, you know, the body isn't defiled by that which cometh in the mouth, but that which cometh out of the mouth is, is how the body is defiled. Again, it's our belief systems. It's, it's who do we set up as our God. That's what defiles us if we worship a false God. Uh, we don't believe in mandates because they take away our liberty and our liberty was given to us of God. And that is why wearing a mask is an image to the beast, at least the mandate to do it. Okay. Uh, so I have written a letter to my governor in North Carolina telling him that the mandate is not of God. And, uh, and I choose as a member of this country, of this state, to worship the true and living God and to have no other gods before him. That's what I at least choose. And I would hope that the political figures would worship the true and living God. Because if you don't worship the true and living God, you worship someone else. And there's only one way to have life, and that's through the true and living God. So, <clears throat> mainly, I believe that if you have the resources to purchase a 
property or to get a cabin or to get um, a trailer or just to get a little bit of land or to go in with some friends and buy a little bit of land in the mountains. And you can store three years of food there or resources so that you can provide for yourself. Like maybe you could find a place with a, a lake that has fish in it or something like that. Chickens or goats. If you have the ability to do that, and of course not everyone will. Of course not everyone will, okay? But if you have the ability to do that, I think the writing is on the wall with the vaccine. That That is an abomination because it's an RNA thing. They're teaching your body to manufacture something that's not of God. It's man-made. And that is basically, um, it's not the mark of the beast, but it's trialing, trialing out mark of the beast uh, technology. Okay. So now's the time to be wise. Remember, there's the... There, wise, the, the parable of the ten virgins, five were wise, five were foolish. Now is the time to be wise, okay? Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about Donald Trump. I've, um, when Donald Trump first announced his, um, presidency campaign, uh, that he, that he ended up winning, um, 2016, the spirit told me that this was an important moment. Okay. The spirit has not told me whether Trump was good or bad. Okay. So that's been up for me to try to discern for myself. But because the things he spoke sounded like true principles to me, I did vote for him. I was for him. Okay. And as much as he's still trying to stop human trafficking, I'm still for him. I think that he's done a good job. I would like to think that he is a George Washington type figure. I would like to think that he gave America four more years to repent. Okay. But I also know that I don't know everything. I know that I can be deceived. I know that I just don't know. I don't know everything. The Lord has not revealed everything to me. Um, what I do know is let's assume Donald Trump is a good person. He was... Good for our country, certainly. For four years, he did good things. And I know that they, he had a lot, a lot of abuse from people. There were witches doing rituals on him every every fortnight. You know, the, the media was, was horrendously wicked and cruel to him. He took a lot, a lot, a lot of abuse from people. And he took it well. And I think the reason why is because he genuinely loves our country. And I, I genuinely believe that there are good people in the military who are working to, to protect our country from enemies, both foreign and especially domestic that we are dealing with right now. I believe that Hillary Clinton's emails would have put half the FBI in jail and that's why they were scrubbed. I believe the secret combinations in our government are as evil as the Nazis were in in the Third Reich. So I believe that after World War II ended, the forces of evil learned that you can't overtly take over the world because as soon as the world identifies you as evil, they'll find the power to distinguish, extinguish you. So they went covert. They went underground. They were studying on prisoners in the concentration camps behavioral science, behavioral psychology, and those main behavioral psychology studies they did was on trauma. How much abuse can a person take before they die? 
and they figured out exactly how much abuse people can take for your age, for your weight, and, and etc. How much drowning before you actually drown, how much suffocation before you actually suffocate, how much freezing before you actually freeze. They did all those studies and the purpose was behavioral control. And they took that information and they brought a lot of these um, Nazis. They said that they died, but they didn't really. Okay, one of them was Dr. Cameron, Dr. White. I think he lived a lot longer than Wikipedia says. However it goes, these Nazis were brought to the United States of America and other places where they practiced their craft and they have been perfecting their craft for, and those that they taught have been perfecting their craft for decades now. And these are the secret mystery Babylon that the Bible speaks of. I do believe there are good people that want what's right for, for the world and that are trying to make good of everything. But we have to be careful that we don't fall for untrue principles. For example, having a government that controls all of our transactions is an untrue principle because we are free under God to form the contracts that we desire. We cannot have consent without the government. We cannot have government without consent because God made man and man made government. And we have a right being created of God to choose which contracts we participate in. So if you're forced to pay taxes and you don't consent to that, and if you're forced to get a birth certificate and you don't consent to that, you realize that we are no longer free. We're governed by a mafia and there's only one way to beat the mafia, and that's with the power of God. And God does help those who serve him. But we know also that God respects people's free agency and free will. And so we have to be aware of the power of the dark side so that we can make the right choices. It may be to fight. It may be to flee. And it looks like in, in what Jesus said was to flee, flee to the mountains. Whatever it is that you feel led to do. We're living in a time where people will be turned against their own neighbors because of principles. Principles that have been studied and perfected by behavioral psychologists that, that used research that goes back to the Nazi concentration camp inmate prisoner exper experiments that they did. And there are great people in our military. Donald Trump was doing a great job fleshing out the wicked people. I know I watched a testimony of a man who testified every state has an underground base that's as big as a city. Every state of the United States. He was killed. And I'm sure his testimony was taken down. There has been a great effort to stop these programming centers. But what we have to understand is these programming centers were not built overnight. They've been overt, covertly built the last several, I want to say seven, the last seven decades. They've been covertly built and people have been taken there under drugs and hypnosis, unawares, and they've been programmed with dark, false principalities. And we will be fighting those principalities, neighbor to neighbor, husband to wife, mother to daughter, father to child. 
And there's only one way to beat those principalities, and that is through understanding the principles of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the cross. I, 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 to me, the cross is a good symbol for the gospel. Because to, to uh, be righteous, you, you have to, to, to orient yourself in any way. You have to have uh, coordinates, right? You have to have a vertical and a horizontal coordinate, which is a cross. And, and if you have two, cor- two sets of um, orientations, like a male and a female, right? Then by the fruit, you may know if it's good. For example... A child is good fruit. So you know that the male and female is good if they produce a child, which is good, right? So, or bad fruit is if a child is being abused, that would be bad fruit. That would mean your your directions are off, right? So we can look at the fruit of a situation and orient ourselves as to what is right and what is wrong. And that is the, the power of the atonement or the at-one-ment of Jesus Christ, his light within us can properly orient us as to the truth versus the error in the principalities we fight. And we don't always know. We don't always know, but we've actually been given 10 commandments at least to get us on our feet and to get us going in the right direction. You know, Don't dig a pit for your neighbor. Don't triangulate and don't gossip if you can help it. That's breaking the commandment to not dig a pit. Do not um, bear false witness against your neighbor, right? Keep the Sabbath day holy. I was thinking about this principle. Why do we keep the Sabbath day holy? You need to have a day where you're not making people work for you. Does that make sense? You need to have one day a week where you don't make people work for you because then you're more grateful for them the rest of the week. If you never give people a break, you start to see them as inferior. You start to see them as slaves. You start to see them as less than human. But when you have a day where they're gone and they're not working for you, all of a sudden you become appreciative of what they're doing for you. So if you have a day where you can't go shopping, then all of a sudden you're grateful for all the days that there are people there stocking the shelves and and checking you out and so forth and so on. So there's principles here and understanding the principles is more important than keeping the commandments. The problem is we don't always know the principles. And so keeping the commandments is God's simple way of giving us what we need so that we can learn the principles through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's like music. If you want to compose music, you got to know some basic principles. Now, once you know those principles, you can actually break those principles, right? Normally you don't, but... But you can, but you have to know what the principle is before you can break it, right? So we have 10 basic commandments. And if you don't understand something, stick with those. Stick with those commandments. If someone's trying to lead you to break those commandments, then you're not under any obligation to follow that. (laughs) And there are tests. There are Abrahamic tests, you know, and we do the best we can through those. But sometimes we don't always know what to do. Because we're being tested, because God doesn't tell us everything, because we're children and we don't know everything yet. And so we have to resort back to a foundation. The foundation this country was built on was people who believed in the Ten Commandments. Now, it's not perfect. You know, people didn't always love each other. The most important thing is to love each other. 
you know. So if you have to bend something so that you can show love, you know, that's, you know, that's an argument that I think is, is worthy of, of uh, holding, you know, at the judgment bar of God. You can say, well, I was trying to love, so I had to bend this rule or bend that rule so that love could reign supreme. I think that's, that's a great idea. Like, you know, I don't think that we should... Um, lose our boldness and our courage in what we really believe in um, because we're not robots. We're people. We're human. And it's okay to have moral conflicts and dilemmas and not know what to do and do the best you can. The very first story in Genesis was a huge moral dilemma and I still don't understand it. And I come to the conclusion that I don't think that that record is correct. <laughs> I don't think that record is correct. So the record is written in the hands of the Savior Jesus Christ. That is where our record is engraven upon his hands, where mercy and justice are balanced such that we can be the children of God, such that we can obtain mercy when we need mercy and we can obtain justice when we need justice in the right time and place so that we grow in the right direction to become better and not worse. Thank you so much for listening to my ramblings. Um, we'll see what we'll see how things work out. In the days ahead. Oh, I forgot I was going to say um, with Trump and everything. Um, again, <laughs> there are good people who have in our military and so forth. But what we don't understand is that we're finding principalities and those principalities have been building up for decades. And so I don't think that one big force is going to come in and destroy all evil. Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a drawn out process. And at the end of the day, we're only going to win through the blood of Jesus. Until then, we have to look for him, have faith in him, and make strategic movements to be where he wants us to be. It's not over yet. Evil has not been vanquished yet. It will be in the end, but it's not yet. So when these people are coming out saying, well, just a few more days and it's all going to be over, I don't believe they understand the level of infiltration that they're up against. When an addict is trying to overcome an addiction... <clears throat> It's not the first time that they try to stop that they realize how addicted they are. It's several times of trying to stop the addiction before you start to realize, wow, this is a worse problem than I thought. And I think that's how it is in uncovering the evil among us, the evil principalities that have been embedded in our society. It's going to take some time and it's going to take some effort and the war just simply is not going to be over in one month or one year. It's at least going to take three and a half more years. Because I believe that we could be in the last 42 months. Because it says in the, in the scriptures and revelations that when the churches close, and the churches have closed because of COVID, that is when the beast will trample the saints for 42 months. So we could already be 13 months into that 42-month time period, which is a three-and-a-half-year time period. But I also know we are waiting for the two witnesses to take on the scene. I believe when the two witnesses take on the scene, you can just set your clock for 1,260 days. Because that is going to be their ministry. So this isn't going to be over in 30 days. We're not, this, the, it will end. The, the evil will come to an end and we will have a thousand years of peace. Where, As it says in Jeremiah 31, no one will say to their neighbor, know ye the Lord. For everyone will have the word of the Lord written in their heart. We're very close to that. But we're not there yet. It's like when you're pregnant and you're giving birth. And once you get to transition, you're ready to be done. 
but you're just at transition. You still have the, the more, the most work ahead and that's where we're at right now. So it's not time to give up. It's time to gear up and go where the Lord wants you to go. And of course, not everybody, our family included, has the resources to get out of the city. Okay. But I was given a dream that our family was taken to a FEMA camp. And I was given another dream that our family ran out of toilet paper, which, you know, during the COVID thing, you know, we were running out of toilet paper as, as a community. So I believe that that dream was prophetic. I, I hope that it doesn't come to pass, but I do believe that the enemy of God is trying to bring that to pass. And so I think we do need to be aware. I don't think it's going to happen everywhere, but there are going to be targeted areas in the country where people are rounded up. And you have to remember, even during the Holocaust in, in the um, you know, in, in Germany during the Holocaust, people didn't even know that this was happening. They didn't even know. Don't expect it to be on the news that people are being rounded up and taken to FEMA camps and exterminated. Do not expect it to be on the news. It may be on the news, but don't expect it to be on the news. Already there has been, in my opinion, mass genocides homeless people, people left behind from hurricanes, so forth and so on, where they have already trialed mass extermination events, Kilauea evacuations, so forth and so on. It's already been done in the last decades. We can't be afraid of when we die, but we can ask God and we can use our mortal minds to think it out and think of a plan. And if you have the resources to move to a place where you can be self-sufficient for a few years while the beast system reigns. And the good news is the beast system cannot self-sustain for very long. The beast system is not God. It does not have authority over life and it cannot create. And it's going to try, but it's going to fail. And that's the good news. Thank you so much for listening to the J Buck podcast. I hope I've given you some things to think about. Take care.